Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, people who shop in Aldi, I'm here, it's Monday morning, I've got an absolute bastard behind the eyes, I'm suffering, I've done a sick, it didn't help, I've had numerous coffees, I've had some fucking kombucha, that didn't help, Jesus. Add a uh, Alka-Seltzer out of this rather delicate piece of china. I've had uh, two uh, two half pingers. You know, be smart, try a half. They've they've done nothing. They didn't even touch the sides. I had uh, had a Trek bar. Pff, forget it. Don't even bother. <sighs> out out for the day yesterday. Big boy Ollie Hooper. Fucking doing work on my liver, my kidneys, and my mind. The body is here, but the mind is squidgy and vacant. But the shoe throwers, they're locked in the chamber. Sixteen in the clip, one in the hole. The news is peculiar and strange. News of Chico. News of Wales. In rainforests, news of grandfathers eating paint, all sorts of news. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday morning. It's three minutes past ten, and you're out here listening to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The C, the O, the F, the F, the E, the E, the M, the E, the M, the E, the S, the C, the O, the F, the F, the E, the E, the Lobsters, lobsters, lobsters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. I'm going to get my act together. It's appalling. Get your act together. I'm going to get some heat into the padgage. I'm going to really, I'm going to heat actually from beneath the padgage. I'm going to come in underneath, actually, really put some heat under the sucker. And really just try and turn the mother out. Because um, I can't, you know, can't just moan all the way through the show. I mean, that said... If anyone knows a doctor, a local doctor, local to, a local Peckham doctor, a nice local Jewish Peckham doctor who can come in and just, I don't know, give me some sort of medicine or apply some ointment to the offending areas or, I don't know, massage some sort of lotion, uh, potion into me, some sort of cure-all, maybe some of that chicken soup, maybe uh, just something to fix... Something to fix the pain, man. I just need something for this goddamn pain. How about these lights, though? Eh? Eh? How about the lights? Look, behind, I can make them go different colours. Uh, that's, don't know, I, that's possibly for some sort of segment uh, about stuff in hell. Uh, the green is... Uh, this sort of makes it look a bit like I'm now I'm in a vape bar or something, doesn't it? This is the sort of uh, obnoxious lighting they'd have in one of those sinful establishments. Uh, that's probably the least offensive out of them all. Kind of light stuff up at the back. Bit of fun, isn't it? 25 quid off Amazon. Can't argue with that. You know, I've got that Patreon money rolling in now, you see. So you're going to start seeing some 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 serious changes like that. Um, possibly a glitter ball. I'm going to be wearing a top hat, I think, and a fur coat. I could be like in Father Ted with those guys. A guy on a bike with the, uh, with the fur coat. Where's he getting the money from? I can't remember the rest of that episode. Look, listen, Christ. Okay, what have we got in terms of shoe throws today? Hello, everyone. Everyone in um, in the chat, what's going on? Thanks for everyone enjoying uh, the 100th episode last week. That was an absolute favy of mine. Uh, I'm very keen on the fact that it's got 69 likes on uh, YouTube, so that's pretty decent. Why are you talking about in the chat? Getting your chakras mucked out for 25 quid. It's not bad, is it? Uh, cheer, 25 quid. Oh, what? People saying I got ripped off on the lights. 25 quid, not reasonable. <laughs> Ah, forget it, mate. Forget it. If anyone can do a better recommendation, then, you know, I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, got New Magnitude, remixed by Galaxy. That's a nice bit. Uh, Void, uh, Slingshot, uh, Faction, spelt with a, uh, with a PH. 
bit of fun, isn't it? Uh, Velocity and uh, MC Fats. Colt, spelt with a K. It's all going off. It's all going off. Um, in terms of news, incredible. Like we might as well just get straight into this. Is um, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was I was made up. This is this is like absolute some of the most pure, unadulterated coffee and memes fodder. Chico claims he was touched by Princess Diana's ghost, who gave him natural Botox. <laughs> I, I, I just, <laughs> Let's get, uh, get him up. Hold on. I've got to um, bring the window in. Where's he gone? Come on, Chico. Go on. It's Chico time. You piece of shit. What's going on? Where are you? Uh, no. That's no. God no. Definitely not that. Hey, Chico. It's Chico time. All right. And he was touched by Princess Diana's ghost. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't turn it down. Uh, right, let's uh, let's get into this. The X Factor star has claimed he was visited by the spirit of the late princess shortly after her tragic death. So we're going back some years, you know. We're going. I don't know why he's come out with this now. Perhaps he's got bills to pay or something. I don't know. Chico was claimed he was touched by the spirit of Princess Diana, and she gave him natural Botox. <laughs> the X Factor star. Uh, I can't think you could do a um, roses are red. Um, what the hell rhymes with Botox? Um, roses are red. Organic vegetables are low tox. Uh, Chico claims he was touched by Princess Diana's ghost who gave him natural Botox. Uh, the X Factor star, famous for cheesy pop hits, it's Chico time, uh, says that, uh, or Zika time, depending on whether or not you listen to Ranking Radio, uh, says that Diana appeared to him shortly after her tragic car crash death in 1997. Talking to talk radio, Chico recalled the craziest thing. I can't even remember Chico's voice. I guess it's just sort of like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of generic foreign person voice, really, isn't it? Uh, I, I guess would be the, the somewhat problematic version of that. Um, uh, the craziest thing happened to him <clears throat> the day after Diana's death in Paris while he was driving along the motorway. The singer claimed he was touched by the spirit of... I uh, oh, just do Georgie. I guess. Touch my spirit of Princess Diana and I like it's dri- dri- driving the car and that's oh, come at me. Uh, he said, I broke down crying uncontrollably and had to pull over. I've never cried like that as far as I can even remember. Right, okay. Do you know what's crazy as well in that lake? I don't know what it is, but you know people get Botox and that in their lips and that lake. Well, it's happened to me naturally. In that, in that trauma, my lips look like I'd had Botox, I swear on my life. I've, I've no, I have never ever said that story. I swear, I have never ever said that story. I swear, he's been bottling it up since 1997 that he was touched by uh, Princess Diana's ghost and gave him. But well, you don't put Botox in your lips, do you? I think you have sort of filler and stuff in your lips. The Botox more like yeah. Get, oh, I feel like I could do some, do the oh, fucking do with something today. Do a shot in the arm. Do with some of that. Uh, what young person's blood that you can get put in i'll have some of that and i'll have some blood of infants as well the stuff that skrillex is definitely not having in the mornings last year chico revealed he thought he was gonna die alone in his car after suffering a full-on stroke behind the wheel that's a self-diagnosis from chico there i don't think any medical professionals actually confirmed that he had a stroke the reality star was driving from bognor regis to his north london home on a saturday september the 15th when he lost control of his senses and blacked out shortly after pulling over well well done for pulling over mate um before you did before doing the blackout just hours before the fitness for uh, just hours before the fitness fanatic had led holiday makers through an energetic workout session at the seaside resort my uh, how we me angels were working overtime on that one chico told the sun your angels were working overtime on that one okie dokie look at those rippling six-pack abs look at that belt buckle incredible look at those jeans jesus uh, describing his terrifying ordeal in detail for the first time, he said, <laughs> taking over 20 years to come out with this. It's been bottling up. Don't bottle stuff up, mate. Come on, Chico. He said, my eyes were going into the back of my head, literally. I was in a bad way. I was far from okay. Jesus, it sounds like he was sort of possessed by the spirit of Princess Diana in a sort of exorcist moment. Like Either that or he's on dingers. It's possible, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe someone slipped him a 
slipped him a mickey at the uh, where was he? Bognor. He was at Butlins, wasn't he? He was at Bognor. The bog. The yeah. The holiday holiday make the holiday makers of the seaside resort in Bognor. It's Butlins. <sighs> he says. Uh, <laughs> He says, there was no sense of Chico. <laughs> I was having a near-death experience. I thought I was dying. Oh, God, that's how you know. <laughs> There's no sense of Chico. <laughs> Hold on, he must be... If he was on talk radio, maybe there was... Then maybe there is a... Uh, maybe there's a recording of it. I really want the sample of him saying that there was no sense of Chico. That's, that's how you know stuff has gone very, very badly wrong when there is no sense of Chico. Oh, God. That is, that's terrible. That, that really is an ordeal. There was no sense of Chico. I was having a near-death experience. It's French now. Uh, it was like I'm dying. I thought I was about to take my last breath. I think, well, if he's into doing self-diagnoses, maybe he was delirious because he was taking life too serious. And that is why, you know, there was the lack of a sense of Chico, of Chico and that really he needed to not... It, it, to stop the deliriousness, he needed to not take life with so much seriousness, therefore leading, ipso facto, to Chico time. Therefore, you get back your sense of Chico. So it makes perfect fucking sense. Lobsters. Jesus. Don't, I'm sick of explaining this stuff. Christ. To having to constantly work out why he's oh, god's sake i mean look he needs to take some of his own medicine he needs to have a word with himself get your act together he needs to have a long hard look in the mirror and realize listen chico look pal oh no although hey this was in 1997 he hadn't sung chico time at that point so maybe actually all right okay i'm gonna let him off perhaps i'm being overly harsh on on the six-packed six wonder. Uh, yeah, so I get maybe... I mean, this is the end of the article. I have so many more questions for him. If he was on... If I, if I was presenting talk this talk radio or whatever, I'd, well, or writing this Mirror article, I'd, I'd have, well, certainly I'd have reached out to Chico for comment. But I have so many questions, so many questions. Like, how long did the Botox, the natural Botox from Princess Die last? Is this a service that perhaps she's offering from the afterlife? Is she just trying to? Is it a side hustle from her, trying to make a pound note? Is is there some sort of monetary system in heaven? Is that what's going on here? Is she just on the blag, like she's dish, or she's like dishing out a few free ones first, get people hooked on the old princess die natural Botox routine? It's great. It's non-toxic, no tox, low tox Botox from the people's princess. That's the dream, isn't it? God. lobsters yeah I, I mean so then he goes on obviously to sing about so maybe maybe this really was the catalyst for chico time when he, he you know he was really suffering with a lack of a sense of chico and then he realized that it was because he was just taking life too serious and that had caused him to become delirious it's possible isn't it i'm not i'd like to ask him i'd like to have him on the show i don't see any reason why he wouldn't come on there he's obviously he obviously needs cash I'm not saying I'll give him any, but, you know, I can pay him in exposures. Um, and maybe he could get his rippling six-pack abs out. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Look, I, can, can't, I can't see a doubt, potential downside to this. Right, look, come on, let's have this magnitude bit. Galaxy Remix, that's what we're here for, isn't it? Lobsters. Too much heat in one package.
shit, it's Demi's birthday. Happy birthday, you crazy Kiwi. God bless you. Ah, uh, cheers, Mr. Build. I'll spend it on more coffee to cure the hangover. Lily mentioning uh, when am I going to do Lobster Crew snapback hats? I presume he means by snapbacks, you mean snapback hats. If, if, enough, if enough people are, uh, are after one, then um, I would very happily, as I know a good place. I, uh, that, I can't, I don't, I don't really wear hats, they don't look good on my enormous, weird, spherical, peanut shaped head. Uh, it seems today that Shimon, you know Shimon, from the Ram Records, Shimon, uh, Shimon, Shimon, uh, has been the latest victim of what's now known as TCing, uh, which is where you end up with accidental heat in your padgage, uh, where an EP has gone up on Shimon's Spotify account, uh, which is actually some really, really nice deep house, some uh, stuff I, w- I would listen to. And probably will, actually. In fact, if anything, it's introduced me to this new uh, fake Shimon. Shimon. This is not your story anymore. Life is such a bitter to follow. But I know, and you got to know. It always darkens before the dawn. Shimon. God, this bitches in this next story are absolute gold. <laughs> oh, if, you, if you're listening on the podcast, I recommend you seek out this story in the mirror. Uh, that's called Before the Dawn by Magnitude, and it's remixed by Galaxy, spelt with only one vowel. Oh no, no vowels. Why is not a vowel, is it? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. God, God, save, save me, baby Jesus. Oh, save me, baby Skrillex. Save me, save me from my, from my hungover torment, please. Somebody think of the children. Factory worker sacked for failing drugs test after eating favourite Aldi bread. It's not about getting. It's not about failing drug tests for bread because you're supposed because you're supposed to get that bread, aren't you? You're supposed to, you know, uh, hustle, get, gain those grains. I guess, aren't you? Hustle for that. Yeah. Uh, Markin... Uh, hmm. Cohen... Right, look. Get him out. Mart, uh, Markin, from Middlesbrough, Teesside, lost his job at Codbeck Blenders after enjoying Aldi's honey-soaked seeded bloomer. Well, that sounds delicious. Uh, no, no wonder it's so intoxicating. It sounds intoxicating just at the name alone. A dad was sacked for failing drugs tests after eating his favourite £1.58 loaf of bread from Aldi. Markin, uh, Connie Zinni, uh, 30, 35, 
had only been in the factory job for two weeks when he was asked to give a sample. Uh, the father of two of Middlesbrough Teesside has never taken illegal substances, doesn't smoke, and only has one glass of wine a month. <laughs> Bet he's a laugh at parties. But bosses at Cod Beck Blenders said his random drugs test came back positive for small traces of opiates, uh, a group of drugs known as downers. Uh, okay. Uh, well, heroin would be uh, probably a uh, better uh, colloquialism. And Marcin uh, was then fired, leaving him unable to provide for his wife, Camilla, 35, and their sons, Nicholas, 4, and 9-year-old uh, Tiago. I'm absolutely, de- I mean, I'm absolutely devastated in that lake. I feel so powerless and discriminated against so badly. Oh, here he is, look. Uh, they've lit that very badly. They shouldn't have that light behind him. It makes him look like he's been superimposed into his own kitchen. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, bless him. He's pretty pissed off, isn't he? He's not happy. Um, what do you think are the chances of this making it into that Facebook p- group of angry people from local newspapers? Uh, the 35-year-old regularly eats the honey-soaked seeded bloomer. And here is the best picture that of him with his wife and kids, and they've all got the exact same face. <laughs> it looks like he's married his sister. They've got very, very similar faces, and they've all got the, the same expression on it. In fact, his youngest son there is so appalled by the situation that he, is, he can't even look. He can't even look at the camera. It's just this is so appalling. His dad only has one glass of wine. His dad uh, appears to have his flies undone. That uh, they should have, mm, they could have taken that out in post. Pfft. Looks like the bloody graphic designers at the mirror thrown him under the bus. God, that would have been an easy fix. Oh, they could have. Come on, pal. If you're going to get photos taken, at least do your flies up. Jesus, pathetic, isn't it? Um, they're pretty razzled. I was so sh- I mean, so shocked uh, because like, I never smoked and I'm not taking uh, drugs on that lake. You know, I very rarely drink wine, the machine operator said. Uh, but he did some research online and found opiates are derived from the resin of the opium poppy seed pod. Uh, Marcin then realized he regularly eats honey-soaked seeded bloomer, which contains poppy seeds from the budget supermarket chain Aldi. He took a sample of the £1.58 loaf to a private lab. Wow, it came back with the same non-negative, which means small trace. Oh, there he is, uh, posing just sort of in a nice sort of, um, I guess, a hip-hop crouch um, or a sort of squatting slabs uh, crouch there uh, next to this sign of these Codback blenders. I don't know what they blend there, Cod, presumably, or the recording artist Beck. I don't know. The Beckhams. Anyone's guess, isn't it? Uh, since his research, uh, Marcin, who moved from the UK uh, from his native Poland 14 years ago, said, I started researching on the internet and found stories of other people who tested positively for drugs after eating seeded bread. My wife and I had uh, had started changing our diets to eat more healthy. I've been eating the bread every day. Uh, the proof is in the lab results. <laughs> it's such a relief uh, because the feeling of no one believing you drives you mad. I hope nobody else is ever treated like this. Oh, there he is. Does his it, does his face ever change? Like, it, like every single it, the absolutely the exact. Oh, this is uh, God. This goes on a bit. Look, he's got a. Uh, he did some investigating and found what caused it. He's got the bread. Hold the bread up again. That's it. Now hold up your lab test results. Yep, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, did he get his job back? Uh, they acknowledged the firm's blunder. He said, like many businesses, uh, we have a system uh, of random testing. But why are you out testing people? For it? I think it's ridiculous. I think it's an infringement on your, on, on your individual rights and liberties and probably your statutory rights, whatever they are. Uh, in this case, a temporary worker happened to be tested and returned a non-negative result. Our usual procedure in this situation is to lock them up for 25 years. It's to suspend the person on full pay until the correct chain of custody drug test is complete. We send it off to the lab for verification. In this particular case, the the results came back positive, uh, but the lab said it was consistent with a dietary source, not medication or anything untoward. After the second test, we communicated the results to the agency who hired him. Has he got his job back? Has he started a podcast yet? Where's his Patreon account? Where's his Just Giving page? 
In the circumstances, we would have no objection in principle to this temporal worker uh, returning here. Heroin is made from opium, right? Okay. <laughs> Just randomly stick, stick that in there. Uh, the case echoes the moment Angela Rippon was tested positive for opiates on rip-off Britain food after eating a loaf of bread. The presenter was also unaware the poppy seeds contained opiates as she delivered a segment on drug tests at workplace. She said, in more than 50 years of broadcasting, I found myself in a number of extraordinary situations, but I must say I have never found myself taking a drugs test, let alone having it come back positive. Uh, great. Cool. Okay, decent. Yeah, I'm glad, glad we've been through this. I'm glad we've had this conversation. So now you all know if you are unlucky enough to work at somewhere where they test you for drugs, uh, yeah, lay off the poppy seed bread, I guess. Or smash loads of poppy seed bread to cover up the fact that you're secretly taking heroin on the snide. It, you know, it's it's chess, not checkers, isn't it? You know, modern problems require modern solutions. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is called Void. No, this is called Slingshot by Void. Void by Slingshot. Slingshot by Void. Slingshot by Void. I might go and smash a whole one of those loaves in one and see what happens. We deserve to know. There's a discussion about those fizzy fermented pickles that are all the rage in Eastern Europe. That shit is wild. Frisk's birthday as well. Is there anyone whose birthday it isn't today? Jesus. Happy birthday. Christ. 
yeah, that's uh, Slingshot by Void. Uh, it's on Mayan Audio. Oh, <laughs> lovely stuff. Anyway, for you might have seen on the internet this weekend, bit of fun than that. Everyone, everyone from all across the politi- political spectrum, from all walks of life, religious people, atheists, right-wingers, left-wingers, commies, Nazis, the whole spectrum of people all come together triumphantly to call Peter a bunch of cunts for slagging off Steve Irwin on his birthday. Oh, it was a beautiful sight to behold. Uh, it truly was. Um, literally... Like, I just absolutely, it turns out that Steve Irwin was just unanimously loved by absolutely everyone, apart from people who work at PETA, the people's, uh, the people for the ethical treatment of animals who regularly kill dogs and uh, ruin people's lives. Was it them that uh, took the guy to court? The guy, the phot- wildlife photographer who the monkey had gone up to the camera and taken a selfie um, and a very sort of famous picture. And then Peter decided that uh, actually the monkey owned the the picture, and therefore and took the guy, the photographer to court and just sort of ruined his life for years. And I think they maybe even got a load of money out of him. Just completely ridiculous. Like really, they're making sure that they focus on the you know the the, the real issues. Steve, uh, anyway, Peter slammed for pathetic and disrespectful Steve Irwin tweets. Um, Steve Irwin was a uniquely passionate man, and his love of animals earned him legions of loving fans across the globe. As such, it's not surprising that fans are not best pleased that the people for the ethical treatment of animals, aka Peter, uh, decided to take an a- take aim at the late Australian icon uh, for what would have been his 57th birthday. Steve Irwin was a bad motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I love the video of him on, it's on some live TV show where the snake bites him in the neck, and he's just like, <clears throat> yeah, so... um. It's biting me in the neck now. We we might we might have to stop for a second. I just just have to just get him up. Can you can you zoom in on it? <laughs> can you can you? I can't quite. Can you can you show me? Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's, it's such a badass. The crocodile hunter was killed by a stingray in two thousand and six. I remember it. Tragic. Uh, and on Friday, Google paid homage to him, changing its doodle to an illustration of him holding a crocodile. Not the drug crocodile, but an actual croc. That is a charming, look at that crocodile, he looks like he's having a bit of fun, he's munching on the L, that's very cute, you know, Steve Irwin's got this lovely uh, blondy hair there, bouncing up and down in the way it always did, and it says, crikey, today's Google Doodle celebrates Steve Irwin, the legendary Australian wildlife advocate, TV personality whose bravery and passion opened the eyes of millions to the wonders of wildlife. Oh, lovely stuff. No, Peter are not happy about this. Fucking Peter. Uh, Peter evidently didn't think the tribute was deserved, arguing that it sent a dangerous message. Fucking, they are out, absolutely out of their minds. <sighs> hashtag Steve, uh, Peter go on to, to, to tweet, Hashtag Steve Irwin was killed while harassing a ray. He dangled his baby while feeding a crocodile and wrestled wild animals who were minding their own business. Didn't insinuate that <laughs> wild animals have business to mind. Uh, that, that, all wild animals are guilty until proven innocent. Wild animals are arseholes, and they deserve to be wrestled to the ground and then let go. Uh, today's Google Doodle sends a dangerous, fawning message. Wild animals are entitled to be left alone in their natural habitats. Well, I, I, I would say that I am entitled to be left alone in my natural habitat of the internet. And you're coming at me, Peter, Ugh. with your harassment of Steve, of the ghost of Steve Irwin, Pff, re- trying to wrestle the ghost of Steve Irwin to the ground so you can have a look at his mouth, see, you know, check out his big shiny teeth. And that is, in a sense, also harassing me and I should be entitled to be left alone to my business of idly scrolling on the internet. Peter. And they go on, blah, 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 blah. And basically everyone, apart from clearly people who work at Peter, uh, were just rinsing them out like hot flannels. Just absolutely just going at them. Hammer and tongs. One person commented, "Where's your habitat for saving animals? You have a wildlife. Do you got a wildlife preserve anywhere? Do you have thousands of acres preserving animals from extinction? Do you, Peter? Do you?" Uh, Steve Irwin spent his whole life wanting to save animals. You're becoming progressively pathetic. What a crock! Nice. Another said, Steve dedicated his life to animal conservation. He brought attention to the animals who needed protection and taught a generation of children, including me, the value of all life. How each and every animal should be respected. Thank you, Google, for recognising hashtag Steve Irwin. 
A third added, Never mind what charity uh, work he did for endangered animals, the funds he raised, animals he helped, and the people he educated. He was a brilliant person who did so much for so many people and animals. Peter, you are wrong to disrespect such a wonderful man. Um, yeah, then a lot of people are going on about how many dogs Peter kill. They do like to kill dogs. Um, they take aim at some weird shit, though. They uh, they started a whole campaign against bloody Games Workshop figures because some of the, like space marines had like fur and stuff. It, that... <laughs> just, just just absolutely the mind boggles. Like, oh yeah, we've got to get rid of fur. It's like that one's got two heads. It's not a real animal. It's it's a model. It's not real fur. Like it's 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 a model in a fantasy board game. It's like it doesn't. Are you gonna have a go at like uh, cruelty against uh, animals in Disney films or something? Like uh, I don't know that one that thing out of Ice Age trying to like oh yeah we save the little mouse thing in Ice Age. It's not real. It's a cartoon character. Doesn't. Why is Deputy Dog so depressed? We need to get him some, I don't know, some SSRIs or something. It's a cartoon character, Peter. You're losing, you're losing it. Seriously. You just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know anymore about this world. I think um, I'm going to save up for that ticket to Mars. I just... It not make any sense to me anymore. I just, no. I'm going to go and live in Elyon's libertarian wonderland on the, on the red planet. And I'm gonna look back. I'm gonna look back at Peter, left on Earth, just I don't know, taking aim at yeah, of animals in I don't know songs. Maybe uh, can't think of any songs about animals right this second. Um, but don't know. Just laugh at them from Mars. Fuck them. Right, look, Malachs. Mechanize. Get hype records. It's a naughty bit. confused with that build-up. thought I was accidentally playing it again at the same time, but slightly out of sync.
Uh, that's mechanized by uh, Malux. Really throwing the whole kitchen sink into that one, isn't it? Good subgenre, kitchen sink neurofunk. School mechanized on Get Hype Records. No one can take that away from him, I'll tell you, tell you that. Dead humpback whale mysteriously turns up in the Amazon rainforest. Okay, so I've been suckered into this one by Lab Bible. As it turns out, uh, the quote-unquote Amazon rainforest is, is actually 50 feet from the sea. It's a very misleading headline there from Tom Wood. You frankly should be ashamed of yourself. I can't say that I didn't. I wouldn't have expected this sort of behaviour from you, Tom Wood. This is just. It, this is just the sort of thing I would. I've come to expect from you in your quote-unquote journalism. Here's one for you: a dead humpback whale has turned up in the middle of the Amazon rainforest, a long way away from anywhere you would expect to find a whale. How bizarre is that? The 36-foot-long whale carcass was discovered well outside of its natural habitat. And nobody knows how it got there. Well, they have theories, but nothing concrete. The animal weighs 10 tonnes and was found in a woodland area of Brazil that is 50 feet from the sea. It's hardly the middle of the Amazon rainforest. Tom Wood, lying for for profit. Lying for profit, Tom Wood. (laughs) Fake news, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, I'm being too harsh. Um, That is a bit naughty, though, isn't it? Middle, really? Middle of the Amazon rainforest, Tom Wood? Really? Come on. 50 feet. Yeah, well, was it a tiny... If, all right, I'll give it to you, middle of Amazon rainforest. If the Amazon rainforest has a circumference of a... No, not circumference, a... Uh, what, do you call, what do you call the length from one side to the other of a circle in the middle? A. Uh, it's not the circumference, it's the bit around the outside, isn't it? If, if it is a, a, a spherical... Uh, a hundred spherical feet. Oh, help me out here, someone! Jesus, what do you call it? The distance, the um, the length of the. If it's under a foot long, if it's if it's a circular. Fucking hell, man! I should drink less. I should drink less days of the week. I should drink less booze when I do drink. It's not, it's not doing me any favours. It's not cute, is it? Uh, the animal weighs 10... To, yeah, we've done it. Yeah, anyway. Uh, okay, so it's not that far, but if you're a dead whale, you would struggle to get out of the sea at all, let alone into the woods. Oh, you, you think that you can... That'll just gloss over your lies at the beginning of the article, eh? Just going, oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's a long way for a dead whale. Well, yeah, it is a long way for a dead whale, but you didn't have to prefix it with middle of the Amazon rainforest. You shyster. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Um, yeah, well, look, there it is. It's a, it's a whale, all right, and it's definitely shouldn't be there. That's not where whales are supposed to be. What are you doing in there, man? Why did it all go wrong? Bless your child. Something is... Who hurt you? Uh, was it Tom Wood? Was it another lad Bible journalist? Did you, Did you come adrift just because you couldn't deal with the... Fake news and provocative headlines of the Lab Bible. Who knows? The humpback was discovered last Friday on the island of Marojo, uh, at the mouth of the Amazon River. Uh, it was found at a place called uh, Araruna Beach in the undergrowth. The best guess uh, that scientists can come up with is that the whole creature was thrown out of the water and up on the woods, up into the woods by rough seas and high tides. Yep, that, I would imagine, is probably what happened, isn't it? I very much doubt that it flew up there or rode a bicycle up there or went up there on one of Elyon's big rockets. Uh, it could happen. It's still unusual. Yeah, obviously it's unusual. I'm fucking fed up with Tom Wood. I tell you, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's thought that the animal is a 12-month-old calf, but so far we don't know how it died, let alone how it ended up in a mangrove. I can give you a fucking... Just put you in a mangrove if not careful uh, the team sent by the NGO uh, bicho.orga institute published on Facebook uh, that suggested the animal could have got tangled up in the mangrove after being tossed ashore onto the island the Maritime Herald newspaper suggested that the whale could have died from eating plastics in the ocean uh, most people think that the creature was dead when it was washed ashore 
Well, that's an unfortunate way to go out, my 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 Whaley friend. I think that's that's rough. I hope that it's not some sort of product of plastic pollution in the ocean. Sad times if it is. Sad times and it is. If it is, uh, I think that it's about time lab Bible journalists got up off their fat, hairy, spotty asses and went out to the oceans and started picking up some of that plastic that they almost certainly put there themselves. <sighs> lab Bible journalists are the biggest polluters of the ocean. Uh, they take, they go to, they go to shops like Sainsbury's and they steal plastic bags. They don't pay the five p for them. They steal them. Uh, or what what they'll do is take huge stacks of them and run them through the self-service checkout as potatoes, come up a bit cheaper, and then they take them and they just throw them into the sea. They go down to the end of Hastings Pier or Brighton Palace Pier and they laugh, they throw their heads back and laugh uh, while probably snorting some sort of legal high or they're, maybe they're whacked out of their brains on spice and they just take the plastic bags and they throw them into the sea. Ha 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 ha, they laugh. Ha 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 ha, take that sea turtles, take that whales. I hope you end up in a mangrove. That's what they chant. Disgusting, despicable. It's appalling. Absolute disgrace. What else have we got? Come on, do bits and bobs, I'm sure. Oh, will you stop that? Uh, teenager spends night in club after getting locked in the toilets. Uh, that's, I can't imagine there's much more to be gleaned out of that than the headline. Uh, what else we got? Woman calls police with bizarre complaint about drug dealing scam. All right, that sounds like my sort of thing. Let's have a little look-see. Uh, look, drug dealers, or anyone involved in some sort of illegal trade for that matter. Uh, that Oh, right, okay. So this is a, a direct uh, to the woman in question. Look, drug dealers, or anyone else involved in some form of illegal trade for that matter, aren't exactly known for their honesty and integrity. How dare you, Jess Hardyman? Now taking aims at honest, hard-working drug dealers. They're just out there, just trying to earn a living in the only way that they can uh, because of the oppression of Tory austerity and just trying to sell a bit of gear, you know, to feed, to feed their starving families. And you have the gall to say that they are not known for honesty and integrity. How dare you? Nor a lad Bible journalists. They're certainly not known for their honesty or their integrity. When they're not busy strangling sea turtles to death for lols, just fictionalising news about mangroves. <laughs> Disgrace. Um, however, that didn't stop one person calling the cops after being scammed by a drug dealer, apparently having given them brown sugar. I know the outrage. It's appalling. Uh, according to the police service Northern Ireland, Craig... Avon, Craig Avon, one woman phoned them up and simply said that they'd been scammed. Uh, when they asked for more information, the per person divulged, I paid over 200 quid and got brown sugar instead. Well, that is rough, isn't it? Instead of what, you may wonder? Well, cocaine. Um, PSNI shared a rough transcript of the strange exchange asserting that it was not a joke, but a legitimate actual call. Um, oh, God, always oh, the police with the sassy social media. Jesus. What have we come on? All right then. Caught. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's see. Oh, Christ on a bike. Oh, good job, oh, baby Jesus. Um, caller, I've been scammed. Me, okay. Are you, uh, are you out any money? Yeah, I paid 200 quid and got brown sugar instead. Instead of what? Uh, instead of cocaine. Um, Nope, not not a joke, an actual call. Bizarrely, they didn't want to provide a statement. And then, look, they've got a sort of sassy um, drawing of a cop saying, seriously? Um, hashtag beat the scammers. Hashtag you're fired. Hashtag no one or amongst thieves. Hashtag business smarts. Police need to fuck off with hashtags. That's, that's my two cents on this. But they need to do their bloody job, go out and arrest the villains, you know... There are supervillains out there threatening to destroy the world with, I don't know, toxic uh, radioactive giant sea turtles or something. Radioactive lab Bible journalists and you are busy writing sassy social media posts and overusing rather unfunny hashtags. It's a disgrace. I, I'm, I'm appalled by everyone today. Uh, maybe my hangover has not made me the most happy, cheery, 
you know, happy-go-lucky person today, but perhaps I'm just not seeing the world in the rose-tinted spectacles I normally wear. <sighs> this is a disgrace. Police have spoken to a female in relation to this matter. Appropriate advice was given. What was that? Go to a different drug dealer. What's the world coming to when you can't trust our friendly neighbourhood drug dealer? One person joked. 200 big ones for some sugar. That offer is not to be sniffed at. <sighs> Everyone's a fucking comedian these days, aren't they? Everyone's... Anyone with a social media account thinks they're a ruddy bloody comedian, be they police or just your run-of-the-mill, everyday subhuman scum on the internet. I'm appalled. Absolutely appalled. Uh, what have we got here? Oh, no way. Uh, substance. Fold back. There's a theory that maybe dolphins heard some sort of shoe thrower underwater and there weren't any shoes to throw because they don't have feet, so they threw a while. Yeah, certainly possible, isn't it? Chris LD, uh, yes, as Jen 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 Power Jen 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 says, uh, I, I did actually, well, me and Mum Dance invented the burning bins thing as a joke 12 years ago. Uh, so yeah, do ca catch up on episode 100 for the full reveal of that.
Joyce. That is Foldback by Substance. That is really nice. Um, I'm into it. Not the sort of thing I play out, but I thoroughly enjoyed uh, all five minutes of listening to that. So, you know, what are you going to do? Right, listen, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, I feel better than I did at the start of the show. Uh, snips, you've been no help whatsoever, but that's not unusual. <sighs> Sit there in your bloody... On, on your... I might get him a little velvet cushion. I feel like he needs some accessories. Like I think a little crown would be cute. If anyone wants to make uh, snips, any obsess- accessories, I don't know, like some nice gold rings or something for his, for his claws, a little, cra- a little crown would be nice and a sort of one of those sort of capes that kings wear. Uh, a little um, a little scepter would be really nice. Uh, a little crown, we'll get him a little velvet cushion or maybe some sort of little throne that he could sit on. Be nice, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, Snips? Oi! Talking to you. Get prick. Um, it's the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, I pr- appreciate it enormously. I was thinking about you over the weekend. And on that Friday that I had to that I couldn't do the show, I, I think you're I think you lot are alright. You lot, you're alright by me, you know? There's a lot of fuckwits out in this world, but not you lot. You lot are alright, you know? You lot pretty damn decent you know just leaves me time shout out the vip list this is a list of bad motherfuckers that are helping to keep this crazy train on track this wild ride keep it going keep the wheels greased is that right do you grease wheels probably i don't know keep the keep the lovers lubricated you know so you can really you know with purchase but not too much purchase these are people that are donating on the patreon for $10 a month or more. If you want your name on this list, read out at the end of every show, just head on over to good old Patreon and support for $10 a month or more. And uh, you can find that link in the support the station page on the website, threshold.fm, or there's a link in the... There'll be a link in your podcast description if you're listening on the podcast, or there will be a link on the YouTube video if you're watching there. That's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Hill. Oliver Hooper. He's a good boy, but he's a menace. We did. We'll. He'll. He'll get wets down you. Or we'll. He'll get booze into you. He's a. He's a. He's a dangerous man. Uh, Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Beth, uh, Dave Tompkins. Uh, sorry, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Colin Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Joe Ryder, Andrew Heiselbeck, John Phillips, and the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo, but Tendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, uh, Justin Mercer, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob's, Rob Humphreys, Shibby T, uh, Coco Shiva, Dan Eltham, uh, Taran Wilmore and someone claiming that Dark Sigh is better than drum and bass. I'll leave that up to your own subjective opinions, uh, but I couldn't possibly agree with such a ludicrous statement. Uh, however, I'm now contractually obligated to read that out at the end of every show. So I guess, um, in a funny sort of way, you can you if you sign up uh, for ten dollars a month or more on Patreon, you can put your name in as whatever. So. I guess you really can put it as whatever, and I will read it out as long as it's not illegal. I guess so. You know, that's there's a new reason to uh, rather than just to support the station to make me say something absurd every day. Not that I don't say absurd stuff enough already. You can just add your own little flair, your own little flavour of absurdity to the end of the show. So that's a bit fun, isn't it? And for the mere for the cost of what's ten dollars in pounds, like seven quid. That's like, what, three coffee, three cups of coffee? You know, for the cost of three cups of coffee, you can make Uncle Rankin say even more utter bollocks five days a week. <laughs> Every <laughs> five days a week, I'll spout nonsense for cash. So, yeah, make of that what you will. And I will see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. More coffee. Uh, I think I'm going to do some meme roundups. I'll get some, get some of my favourite uh, recent memes. 
and I can explain them because I think it's, I definitely think there's merit in explaining memes uh, on radio and podcasts when you can't actually see the meme. But like, you know, blind people never seen memes. That is, that's that's rough. I mean, I I would I would if if there's some sort of voluntary work I can do explaining memes to people that can't see memes, I'd be happy to do that. I think that would be a decent use of everyone's time. Until tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., be good to yourselves, be good lobsters, be nice people. Join the Discord and we can chat all day and all night long. We can share pictures of our genitals and we can all one day meet up and snog passionately. Until then, though, I love you. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow.